It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. It's time to learn some lessons from the 2014 NFL Draft. With several young and quite successful quarterbacks currently dominating the NFL, it seems like every other franchise in the league is now in a big hurry to find and sign the next Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow. And today, my favorite NFC team, the New Orleans Saints, decided to break the bank and go sign former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Now, the traditional sports media is already blathering that this one move by the Saints is going to turn them into a contender in the NFC. And as former football coach Lee Corso likes to say, Not so fast! Yeah, not so fast. Let's take an objective look at what Derek Carr has done to earn this reported salary of 35 to $40 million a year from the favorite team of the Houdat Nation. Derek Carr will be entering his 10th season in the NFL. In the nine previous years as starting quarterback for the Oakland and later Las Vegas Raiders, Carr's teams have won 63 games, but they've lost 79. The Raiders have posted a winning record in the regular season in just two of his nine years in the league. Now, is this Derek Carr's fault? Well, certainly not entirely, but the quarterback's play is a key part of any team's success or failure on the field. Coming out of Fresno State University, Derek Carr had a dandy senior year at quarterback in the fall of 2013. The team won 10 straight to start the season and achieved a number 15 national ranking. With the Bulldogs finishing with an impressive 11-2 record, quarterback Derek Carr passed for over 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and just 8 interceptions during his senior year. And he finished 8th in the Heisman Trophy balloting. Now, prior to the 2014 NFL Draft, Derek Carr participated in the NFL's annual pre-draft combine. And here's what one of the analysts said back then about Derek Carr's NFL future. Quote, Athletic, tough, instinctive, strong-armed, highly competitive quarterback who will impress in workouts, interviews, and on the board. Elevated the Fresno State program and profiles like a gunslinger, though he'll be better served in the long run honing his game management skills. Will be a starter sooner than later, and the degree to which he's able to make those around him better will determine his ceiling. Despite having a terrific senior season and with high platitudes like that from some of the scouts, David Carr became a second-round draft selection? Yep, number 36 overall by the Oakland Raiders. And just for fun, it's time to take a look back at all of the quarterbacks which were selected that same year in 2014's NFL Draft. The first quarterback taken in 2014 was Blake Bortles. Remember him? Number three overall pick in the first round by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also in the first round, the guy at number 21 you may remember from Texas A&M, Johnny Manziel by the Cleveland Browns. And also in the first round at number 32 from Louisville, Teddy Bridgewater was selected by the Minnesota Vikings. So after Derek Carr was selected number 36 overall by Oakland in round number two as the fourth quarterback chosen that year, let's now see who else was picked as a quarterback in the 2014 NFL Draft. Oh look, in round number two, there's Jimmy Garoppolo. He was picked by the New England Patriots. And then in round four, Logan Thomas, Tom Savage. Round five brought us Aaron Murray, A.J. McCarron. In round six, LSU fans might remember Zach Mettenberger. Also in round six, David Fales, San Jose State, by the way. 
Also in round six, Kenneth Winning, Ball State. Also round six, there's a name you might remember from Clemson, Taj Boyd. And finally in round six, from SMU, formerly at Texas, Garrett Gilbert. So nine years later, none of the 14 quarterbacks selected in the NFL class of 2014 has been on the field as a starting quarterback in one Super Bowl game yet. And none of these quarterbacks is likely to be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame either. I think it's time to give this a grade of D plus for the NFL's class of 2014 quarterbacks. That does seem fair. The top selection in that class of 14 was Blake Bortles, as we talked about. He posted a career record in the NFL of 23 wins and 49 losses Ooh, in 73 games over five seasons as the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. After bouncing from team to team for the ensuing four years, Blake Bortles finally retired from the NFL prior to the start of last year. And everyone remembers Johnny Manziel, otherwise known as Johnny Football. He was lauded for his incredible scrambling abilities as a college quarterback at Texas A&M. He won the Heisman Trophy. However, Johnny Football's professional career was a gigantic dud. He started just eight games during his two injury-plagued seasons with the Cleveland Browns prior to being cut. Manziel was later playing in the Canadian Football League in 2018 and then in the now-defunct Alliance of American Football, the AAF, in 2019. Manziel's well-documented off-the-field personal issues and drama contributed to his lack of success on the playing field. Now, the third quarterback selected ahead of Derek Carr in the NFL back in 2014 was Teddy Bridgewater. And unlike Blake Bortles and Johnny Manziel, Teddy B is still playing football in the NFL. He's played for Minnesota, New Orleans, you might remember he was a backup for Drew Brees, Carolina, Denver, and in 2022, he played for the Miami Dolphins as a backup. Bridgewater's record as a starting quarterback isn't too bad, 33-32, and 32, most of that while he was in Minnesota. And Teddy B is well-liked inside the locker room and remains a well-paid backup quarterback in the NFL. Of the 10 quarterbacks selected after David Carr in the 2014 NFL Draft, only Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round by New England has achieved any significant career success. Jimmy G learned his trade as a backup QB for Tom Brady during his first four years in the NFL at New England. Traded to San Francisco in 2017, Garoppolo has posted an impressive record of 38-17 and 17 as a starter with the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo has also become a free agent this year, and like David Carr just did, he's likely to be playing for another NFL team coming up this fall. The remaining quarterbacks in that NFL class of 2014 either enjoyed some brief period of success or have washed out completely by now. And that brings us to the upcoming 2023 draft and the quarterbacks who are now being touted for greatness by the sports media. This past weekend, the NFL's annual combine was held in Indianapolis. A number of quarterbacks were put through a series of physical examinations and skill tests. Afterwards, NFL scouts and the media reporters raved about how well a few of those players had performed. Now, I don't understand how your weight, your height, vertical or horizontal jump, or your hand size really matter as you're being chased down by a 300-pound defensive lineman in the NFL. This week's combine winner apparently was Anthony Richardson from the University of Florida. A five-star high school recruit, Richardson was expected by many to make Gator fans forget all about the legendary Tim Tebow. Well, that didn't happen. 
Many fans in Gator Nation believe that the overhyped Richardson was a dud in Gainesville. Passing for just 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions this last year for the Gators, the team finished the regular season with a mediocre 6-6 six six record. On some plays, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson flashed some amazing skills. But in many of the Gators' games this year, Richardson seemed to disappear altogether as his offense struggled. As the 2022 college football season was winding down, Anthony Richardson had many doubters as to whether he was worthy of even being a first-round selection. Despite his many athletic gifts, he needed to work a lot on several other areas of his game in order to become a successful NFL quarterback. However, that just changed. After this weekend's 2023 NFL Combine, Anthony Richardson is being touted by some as moving way up into the top 10 stratosphere of picks. Some media zealots are now proclaiming that Anthony Richardson might zoom up the draft board to become the first quarterback selected this year. That means he'd be moving ahead of other talented college quarterbacks like former Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young out of Alabama, Ohio State's quarterback C.J. Stroud, and Kentucky's Will Levis. Check out this glowing report which ESPN had a draft analyst write about Anthony Richardson. Powerful, 6'4 frame, dual threat, upper tier physical tools and playmaking traits, outstanding arm strength, production on design rushes and scrambles, creates off-second reaction, plays with a physical element, his footwork needs refinement to boost accuracy and location, one speed thrower, highly talented prospect with rare ability whose best football is still ahead of him. Wow, how about that? Let's now compare Anthony Richardson to the top quarterback who was selected back in 2014's NFL draft class. Central Florida quarterback Blake Bortles had similar measurables at 6 foot 5 and 235 pounds as Richardson does. He also received great reviews for his performance at the 2014 NFL Combine. Blake Bortles was eventually selected with the number 3 overall pick in the first round by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Before that NFL draft in 2014, an NFL analyst said this about Blake Bortles. See if it sounds familiar. Quote, big, athletic, ascending quarterback with enough arm talent and intangibles to develop into a franchise starter. Is not yet a finished product and scouts' opinions vary on his ceiling, but the elements of Bortles' skill set compared to some of the best in the game today, and his best football is ahead of him. Sounds familiar. Yep, it sure does. Though Blake Bortles did become a starting quarterback in the NFL for a few seasons, his inconsistent play limited his NFL career. This year's 2023 NFL Draft will begin on Thursday, April 27th in Las Vegas. The media is already buzzing about the quarterback draft class of 2023. And you might think this sounds familiar because it is. It's done every year to generate more clicks for the websites and more sales for NFL Draft publications. And despondent fans in some longtime loser NFL cities, and yeah, I'm talking to you, Houston, Chicago, Atlanta, Las Vegas, you get caught up in it too. These people drive radio talk shows and internet sites with, we need to draft a quarterback in the first round, talk every single year. I simply don't see another Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow among this year's draft class. And as much as I personally like Bryce Young of Alabama, I'm having trouble seeing that little guy staying healthy for more than a few years after taking some big hits from the NFL's land of the Giants. With 22 starting players needed for every football team, a great quarterback can be a big difference maker if the other pieces are solid. Unfortunately, most NFL teams with those early draft picks have a lot of other needs in addition to a new quarterback. 
Nine years from today, assuming I'm still around, we should take a look back to see how this year's class of quarterbacks in 2023 stacked up against that quarterback class of 2014. Every NFL fan wants their team to find the next Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow. This year, don't get your hopes up. I'm Swamp Swami. (laughs) 